Thanks for joining us today at Springwell Church, where we want to draw spiritually thirsty people to Jesus by loving God, loving each other, and loving the world. We hope that today's message builds you up, gives you a little insight, and helps you find a brand new perspective. You can find us in Taylor, South Carolina, and online at springwell.org. That's springwell.org. Now let's jump into the message. Well, good morning, Springwell Church. We are glad that you're here. Let's stand and sing together this morning. Let's put our hands together. the God who was, we worship the God who is, we worship the God who evermore will be. He opened the prison doors, he parted the raging sea, my God, he holds the victory. Come on, let's sing. There's joy in the house of the Lord, there's joy in the house of the Lord today. Lord, our God is surely in this place. 
the well that never runs dry. Drink of the water, come and thirst no more. Come all you sinners, come find His mercy. Come to the table, He will satisfy. Taste of His goodness, find what you're looking for. For God so loved the world that He gave us, His one and only Son to save us. Whoever believes in Him will live forever. Come lay them down at the foot of the cross Jesus is waiting there with open arms Oh, it's open now God so loved the world that He gave us His one and only Son to save us Whoever believes in Him will live
Well, good morning, everybody. We are so glad that you decided to be here with us today. Um, It is going to be a special day. We had an incredible first service, um, and we're excited to see what's going to happen in this one as well. But um, if you're new to Springwell, it is going to look a little bit different than what we would do on a typical Sunday. We're going to spend a little more time singing and worshiping together. And I kind of just want to set that up now is that if you wanted to sit, if you want to stand, just whatever you feel, however you worship, just feel free to do that for the remainder of this service. Um, We just want to kind of set that up beforehand. And today really is just all about praising our mighty and awesome God, who's the creator of the universe and just how big he is. And sometimes we forget that. Um, And also, Pastor Jonathan will be up later to share a message. And during that time, we're going to do a special lighting effect. So we would love for our auditorium doors in the back of the room to be closed for that. Um, That'll be about 30 minutes from now. So until then, just make yourselves comfortable. We're going to continue to sing together. So let's just worship together this morning. Awesome 
mighty. I have this confidence. And I know who you are. Defender, healer, you are my confidence. Protector, shepherd, you are my confidence. Jesus, Savior, you are my confidence. And I know who you Faithful and able, you're in control. There's no question about it. You're king over all, and I know who you are. So come, hell or high water, you're still on the throne. You are faithful and able. You're in control. There's no question about it. You're king over all, and I know.
stay right where you are for just a minute. I want to read a verse to you from Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 43, verse 19. See, I am doing a new thing. Anybody need a new thing to be done? Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? Listen to this. I am making a way in the wilderness. And I'm making streams in the wasteland. This morning, there is uh, someone in this room who needs to know that God is making a way. And here's the thing about worship. I think we miss this so many times. We love to worship when things are going good. When life is the way that we want it to be. We pray and we pray. Had this experience this week. Pray. Beg God to move and he doesn't. In fact, it's worse than we thought it would be. Not better. This morning... I've come to tell you that we worship even when we can't see it, even when it doesn't make sense, even when it's going in the wrong direction in our minds, because what God is interested in is the journey, not the result. This morning is all about worship, and we have a couple of choices if we know Jesus this morning. Choice number one, we can sit here, we can stand here. And we can go through the motions and in an hour we'll leave and we'll be no different. That's choice number one. Choice number two is we can say, you know what, Satan? Today it ends. It's over. Today, I'm declaring that no matter what happens, no matter how you've tried to defeat me, today I'm worshiping. We have people in this room who are facing cancer, people in this room facing divorce, people in this room facing child custody issues, people in this room who need God to break through today. So Satan, we've come to declare to you that you are a loser. It's over. You have no authority in this place and in the lives of the people who know you. Be on notice right now that it is over. And we are worshiping no matter what this morning. Can we just continue? Can we we do something? This morning, I don't care what's going on in your life. Be on your knees, hands up. Worship Jesus for who he is, not because of your circumstances. Don't worship because of them. They change, they ebb and flow, they're emotional. Worship this morning based on the truth of who Jesus is. And watch your situation change. Even if it doesn't, you will. Watch this. Watch what happens. Do it right now. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop. Oh, you're working right now. Even when I don't see it. Even when I don't feel it. You never stop. Darkness, my God. 
maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. That is who you are. Jesus, this morning we have come into this place to worship you. God, when it doesn't make sense, when you're not who we dreamed you would be, when we do the right thing, watch those doing the wrong thing succeed. God, I pray that this morning you would remind us of how big you are and that we only see in part, but you see in full. Holy Spirit, would you continue to move this morning? In Jesus' name, amen. You can be seated where you are for just a minute. We're not even halfway done with worship this morning. Isn't God good? Like, he's moving in this room. I walked down there, and I'm like, was I just my brother for a moment? Something, something happened. That was not my intention. I promise you that was not David Pearson coming out of my mouth. Because I'm the quiet one down there, just making sure everybody else is good, right? 
This morning, we are glad that you're here today. If today is your first time here, we're especially glad you chose to be with us on this worship Sunday. I want to remind you, if you have kids with you in this room, that there is kids ministry happening next door in our family ministry building. Uh, If you do have them with you, we would love it if you would uh, step out. There's some greeters who are in the lobby who can show you those kids' environments. They're going to learn so much better there. We have a safe, secure environment over there for them. So be sure you see one of our greeters this morning. Before we do continue, I want to let you know about a few things very quickly. One of those uh, happens this Saturday. It's a mom's brunch. It is May 22nd from 1030 to 1. If you're a mom in this room, sometimes you know you just need to hang out with some other moms and talk about what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Um, You just need some time. And so it's kid free. No kids are going to be here. They're going to be with dad, right? Or somewhere. Uh, They will not be here. That's all we know. And uh, it's going to be a time for you to spend some time with other moms. So sign up online, springwell.org slash events. Next Sunday, remember only one service, Deborah Ponder, our financial director, she is retiring. I told her just a minute ago, this is her last official, official Sunday in 22 years. Can you imagine 22 years? Um, But next week, we're going to celebrate her at 11 o'clock. And then last thing is a phase conversation. It's coming up on June the 6th at 12.15. If you have a child or a teenager who's been asking questions about what it means to trust Jesus to be their Savior, what it means to be baptized, this is for you. Uh, We're going to provide lunch and talk to you and your child or teenager about what it means to follow Jesus. Just sign up online at springwell.org slash events. If you regularly attend Springwell, you'll know uh, that there is a time that we call our time of giving. It's a time to continue to worship by giving up something that's uh, pretty important to our survival, our finances. And you'll know that there's different ways that you can give to the ministry of Springwell. You can do it online at springwell.org. You can do it on the kiosk in the lobby. You can text any amount to the number you see right there or give in the bucket. It'll come by in just a minute. Also, if you regularly attend Springwell, you know that we're in the middle of our next campaign. We've already renovated our family ministry building. We've painted the outside of it, installed a new playground. Lots has been done with the funds. We uh, added a special needs room. All of that was a result of you giving to the next campaign. We also need to pay off the debt that we owe on this building to free up that money to be more generous. You can give online to the next campaign at springwell.org slash next. You can do that on the kiosk in the lobby. Just select the next campaign. Text the word next in any amount to that number you see right there, or there are some next campaign envelopes at the auditorium entrances. You can grab one of those, place your gift in there, and then you can drop that in the giving boxes at the back of the auditorium before you leave today, okay? There are some folks who are in the back of the room. They're going to come down right now with some buckets, and they're going to receive our offering. If you're watching online, you're going to see a link that's going to come up. You can click that link and give that way, or after the service, you can go to springwell.org give. Thank you all so much for giving this morning. If you want to stand, if you want to sit, um, just feel free to worship in any way you see fit this morning. We're just going to sing together. 
Containable, you place the stars in the sky and you. 
people awestruck we fall to our knees as we humbly proclaim you are amazing God you are amazing God you are amazing God and sings my Ephesians chapter 1 verse 4 says, For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. God's plan from before the beginning of time was that we would be united with him before he created the stars and the moons and the solar systems. We were on God's mind. Is that not crazy? Shortly after God created man, sin entered the world and and there was a divide between us and God. But even then, God had a plan to restore what had been broken and his name was Jesus, God's only son. And because of Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, we're able to be reunited with, with our heavenly father. And so this morning, we want to take a moment and remember the sacrifice that Jesus made through a time of communion. Uh, When you came in, uh, you found a communion packet on your chair. And if you're new to church, if if this whole Jesus thing is, you're not sure about it yet, uh, there's no pressure. But for those of us who are followers of Jesus, you'll know that the juice in that communion packet represents the blood of Jesus that he shed on the cross. And the wafer that's also in that packet represents the body that he sacrificed. And this morning, if you have further questions about what communion means, what it is, there's also a card that you found at your chair that can help you better understand communion. Uh, But right now, we're just gonna take a moment and we're just gonna remember the sacrifice that our Savior made 
And the result of that, which is, is that we get to spend eternity with our Heavenly Father, our Creator. We get to spend eternity with Him. So I'm going to pray for us, and then we're going to take this time uh, to receive communion together. Let's pray. God, thank you so much. Lord, for who you are, that, God, you are so, so big. God, that we can't even begin to comprehend your greatness and your power, your creativity, your purpose. God, you spoke and creation existed. God, what kind of power is that? And Lord, as amazing and awesome as creation is, God, you see us and God, we're the top prize to you. You love us. God, you know everything about us. God, you know our future. You know the end of the story, but God, you're not just looking at the end, but you're right here in the middle and God, you see it all. And Lord, we thank you that that you made a way for us to be with you. Jesus, we thank you for your sacrifice and for giving your life so that we could have ours. So Father, I pray that right now you would just remind us of your goodness and your faithfulness in our lives. God, that you're working and that you never... You never stop pursuing us. God, the brokenness that exists in our lives, God, you see it. Lord, you want to heal it. You want to make us whole. You want us to know how loved we are by you. So, Father, I pray that you would just bless this moment. God, that you would just speak to us, remind us of your love. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. If you need assistance opening your communion packet, just simply raise your hand and one of our greeters will be by and and they'll assist you. We're going to receive communion right now. table for us the crucified Jesus no greater love and the bread in your body and the wine in your blood oh we will remember oh 
us our Savior. Oh, just to know you and your suffering, just to get me closer than I've ever been. Oh, we will remember. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. We see you. The holes in your hands, the wounds in your side. Thirty-nine lashes brought me back to life. Before resurrection, there was a grave. In hell, there's a battle, and my life was saved. Just to get me closer than I've ever been Oh, we will remember How can we forget what we've experienced Look at where we are now Oh, how can we forget all you've experienced Look at where we are now This is our Savior Look at Him, look at Him This is our Savior Look at Him, look at Him This is our Savior Look at Him, look at Him this is our Savior, look at Him, our Christ Redeemer, look at Him, look at Him, our Christ Redeemer, look at Him, would you look at Him, our Christ Redeemer, look at Him, would you look at Him, our Christ Redeemer. We will remember, oh, Jesus our Savior, oh, just to know you in your suffering, just to get me closer than I've ever been, Savior, oh, just to know you in your suffering, just to get me closer than I've ever been. Oh, we will remember. God, we thank you for this morning. God, we thank you for this time just to remember who you are, your goodness, your sacrifice. Lord, our freedom in you the life that we find in you, the hope that we find in you. We thank you. We love you. It's in Jesus' name. Amen.
Creation helps answer the question, how big is God? How big is God? The first verse of the Bible is a great starting place to find out. Genesis 1.1, many of you know it, says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The word God means supreme being the utmost. The Hebrew indication there would be mighty and strong. The first verse of all of the Bible is a defining statement about the might and about the strength and about the power 
of God. It tells us that before all there is, before all that you see, before all that you look up on a starry night and see, before you were, he was. He will always be. He has always been, and he still is mighty and strong. Genesis 1-1 is really a summary sentence, isn't it? The entire course of history begins in one simple verse. And then the Bible goes on to give a breakdown of what creation looked like exactly. Day one, the Bible says that light pierces the darkness. That literally this God who's always been literally goes over to the cosmos and flips the light on. And that that light pierces the total darkness that he had experienced before that. He flips the switch on darkness. And for somebody this morning, I want you to know that God is still bringing light into dark places. That no matter how depressed, no matter how discouraged, no matter how dark that place in your life this morning seems, God is still the bringer of light and he has the ability to still flip the switch on whatever that thing is. Day two, the Bible says God creates the atmosphere. Day three, dry ground and plants are created. Day four, God tosses the sun, the moon, and the stars into space. And it's no small thing. In fact, if you read, there's 194 moons, 3,583 comets, and 796,289 asteroids that have been found in our solar system. The moon is the nearest, nearest celestial body to Earth, and it's approximately 2,100 miles in diameter. That's roughly the distance from South Carolina to California. The moon orbits at an average distance of 240,000 miles from Earth. The sun is about 400 times more distance that distant than the moon, and remarkably, it's also 400 times larger. How big is God? Our galaxy contains over 100 billion stars, 100 billion stars, but yet scripture tells us that our God knows each of them by name. Don't tell me that you are forgotten. Don't tell me that God doesn't have a destiny on your life, that he doesn't know your name, that he isn't interested in the intricate details of your life. He knows the stars by name. He knows you by name. When you're in a rural area at night and the sky is perfect for stargazing, no moon to be seen, you can see roughly 2,500 stars at most. That's about one 100 millionth of the total stars just in our own galaxy. How big is God when we consider the immensity of the Milky Way with its hundreds of billions of stars, the countless nebulae, star clusters, and the overwhelming power of our creator, God becomes clear. But that's not all he created. He also created innumerable other galaxies 
with a wide range of shapes and sizes. All of what I just told you, all of that creating is summarized in this one verse in Genesis. Genesis 1.16 says, And God made the two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night and the stars. So all of what we just talked about, the billions of stars, the moons, the galaxies, all of what we just talked about, it's almost like in Genesis 1.16, like it's like an afterthought. Oh, by the way, the stars. Why? Because it's not the pinnacle of God's creation. The immensity of the cosmos are are not the pinnacle of God's creation. It's not the thing that he wanted to, to focus on. See, as big as that is, most of the Bible points to God's relationship with us. After the stars, there's a couple of more days of creation. Day five, God makes the birds and the sea animals. Day six, land animals and humans or birth. The Bible says that God breathes his breath into man and man becomes a living being. The God that made those stars and galaxies that expand trillions of miles, the one who made more stars than we can count, the one who knows each of those billions of stars by name, that same God, after creating you on that sixth day, that's when he said this. He said, It's very, very good. And after that, he rested. He took a nap. Why? Because he was finally finished with you. With creating us, God was finally finished. He was finally fulfilled. It was finally what he set out to do in the first place. You are the pinnacle of all that God created. No matter how intelligent animals are, no matter how much we train them, no matter how much we try to teach them, they are not created in the image of God. In other words, God didn't create animals and say, I want a relationship with them. He didn't create them in his image and say, I want them to reflect my character. I want them to have my DNA inside of them. No, God did that with with you. Even though the stars, even though the creation will worship him, he wants your worship the most. God says, this human that I made in my image, put your name in there. This Jonathan that I made in my image, that's my best, that's my best work. No matter how messed up you feel like you are, you are his best work. God says, you are my best work. That's who I wanna walk with. That's who I wanna talk with. That's who I wanna go to the, to, to the depths of my love to save. That's who I wanna comfort during heartache. That's who I want to comfort as they mourn. That's who I wanna gently correct when they mess up. That's who I want to talk with me throughout their day. You, it's about you. So as you look up on a clear night, you see the stars, Maybe you hear some crickets chirping in the background. 
be reminded that he did that. He did that. Our God created all of that. But he also handmade you. He's a big God. He's a big God. Who is all-knowing. Who is all-powerful. Never changing. Infinite. Holy. Creative. Wise. Majestic. Strong. Just. Loving. Eternal. Gracious. And glorious. He's a big God and he's got you in the palm of his hands. He can handle you. He can handle it. If he is for you, who can be against you? You are loved by an all-powerful God. How can you not look up and like the psalmist says in Psalm 8, worship him when he says, when I look at your heavens, God, when I see the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have set in place by hand, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you care for him? We serve a big God. Where you lost your life so I could find 
every head bowed and every eye closed some of you were brought into this room this morning so that you could see the size of God but so that you could finally understand that the love of Jesus is for you too if you just feel something unique about this about this time and you just you just feel like today's the day you need to give your life to Jesus in the quietness of this moment you can say it to yourself you can say it out loud would you just repeat this prayer after me there's nothing magical about it it's just a belief and a confession just say Jesus I've messed up I've failed to meet your standard but today I quit running I believe you love me I believe you came to earth as a perfect man I also believe you died as a perfect man for me. I believe you rose from the dead so that I could have life. I accept you into my life right now. My life is no longer my own. In Jesus' name. Just for a moment, I want all of us to leave our eyes closed and I want you to picture yourself laying, maybe it's on a blanket, maybe it's in the bed of a truck. Maybe it's out in the field. I just want you to picture yourself looking at the stars again. Do you see it differently now? He loves you. And yes, you've, you've messed up but he saw it coming. Can you just sink into his arms right now? Let the stress go. Let the keeping up go. Let the striving stop. You're with your creator. God, thank you so much for the people that are sitting in front of me or listening on the other end of a computer screen or a phone screen. God, thank you for how much you love them. Thank you that I get the chance, that we get the chance 
to influence their lives and remind them of how much you care about them. God, not a single soul has been in here or has watched online today by accident, but you placed them in this moment so that they could be reminded of your, of your love and your care. God, the hell that some of them are going through, Lord, remind them that you've overcame. And God, no matter how it ends, you're big enough that we can trust you with all of it. We worship you today in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you guys so much for being here. Before we let you go, I want to remind you one more time. Next Sunday, 11 a.m., one service. This week, on a clear night, look at it a little differently, okay? Y'all have a great week.